The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trev. This is no simple reform. It really is a revolution. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. The revolution starts in three, two, one. It's getting hot in here, so water all your pets. It's hotter than Dutch love. What is Dutch love? <laughs> I don't even know what Dutch love I'm going to call him up and ask him. Híjole, madre de Dios. I'm, I'm, i got to figure out what Dutch love is. No, it is really hot out, boys and girls. And a uh, little PSA, public service announcement from Jimbo, who's half naked, even in wintertime. But I'm wearing Tommy Bahama clothes. Yeah, it keeps him cool, folks. No, make sure uh, you stay hydrated. Uh, it is brutally hot out right there. More importantly, though, Think of those that can't help themselves. Make sure your your pooches, all of your animals, whatever kind of livestock you may have, uh, they have plenty of shade. They have a place cats. to get out of it. Some C- kitty cats. Cats go. Yeah. Um, feral cats, just leave alone. Uh, make sure We those, have a chicken that lives with us. It's his oldest son. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, no, we're joking. Make sure, and, and don't take your dogs to town. I hate it when you go to the store and you'll see, oh, I cracked the windows in my vehicle, and they leave their animals. Let's brought it down. 10 degrees from that 400 don't do that make sure you you adequately give your pooches all of your animals shade water uh and the same thing goes for yourself all right so we have a fantastic show it is a great show this week we're talking off-season prep on yeah. this week's show in this off-season prep when it's hot we stay hydrated that's what you have to do uh here in just a second we're going to be joined by who jimbo hey carson Curry, and of course he is a host of actually co-host of final draw on sportsman's channel all new time all new season sundays 10 p.m eastern time we're also going to have Cat Daddy. Yeah, Cat Daddy. And then after Cat Daddy, Steve Nessel. He is the marketing manager at Yamaha Motor Corporation. All right, so let's get to Carson, <laughs> Carson Coury. Carson Daly. All right. All right. Carson Daly. Here he is. You know, I co-created it. So, I, you know, I have such a different... It's my baby. It's off-season prep this week on The Revolution. Now, let's kick off a three-part interview with Carson Corey, co-host of Final Draw on Sportsman Channel, Sundays 10 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. It's the Final Draw! Carson Corey! Carson Corey! He's so cool! All right, so yeah, Carson Curry or Daily. Did you hear him click? He hung up. Yeah, he he doesn't want to talk to us. No, you do have to watch all new season, all new time, final draw, Sportsman Channel, Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Isn't that right, Jimbo? That's right. Yeah, Mr. Carson, how's it going, buddy? It is going great, brother. How about you? Doing good. You know, the thing is, one thing I like about Final Draw, and of course, Trav and I are both big bow hunters, you guys are really big bow hunters. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's about all we do. Yeah. Now, you got to tell me, how did you become the Ron Burgundy of the outdoor industry? You got to tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I ain't, I ain't take it from the start, but just, uh, you know, I started hunting, uh, killed my first deer when I was five. Wow, really? Um, that, yep, yep. Um, down here in North Carolina, things are a little bit different. So, pretty liberal with tags, 
pretty liberal with weapons. Uh, you can shoot about whatever you want to. You know, our, we have a long season. It starts second Saturday of September for bow, goes all the way to uh, the first of November, and then and then rifle starts. So, yeah, I mean, we got a long season. But anyway, got into it. It's just it's for us. It's been a pastime, man. I grew up doing it, and all I can remember from the time I was little is my dad we would have this little community uh cooler dad had a, a walking cooler and hunters in the area would would bring their deer by and, and we'd keep them in the cooler for a couple of weeks and then every second sunday in the mornings uh, about five o'clock everybody that had deer in the cooler and just people that wanted to help out would come there and we'd have a breakfast and then start at different stations you know i was always out on the skinning pole so i'd skin the deer and then we'd go to the next uh the next people would have like the quarter and then deboning and then cleaning and and it was cool because we would take 50 or 60 deer wow. uh, from from the full deer to hamburger and vacuum sealed and ready to go by lunchtime, and then we'd have a big a big lunch there. So it was it was really cool, and I remember that ever since I was uh, old enough to walk and and holding a knife. You know, I've been skinning deer and, and messing around with that. So that's that's it's been ingrained in me. Yeah, well, I uh, I was born and raised in Michigan, and we always had hunting camps. We called them, and we started off in tents, and then went to trailers, and finally got cabins. But nevertheless, it was like that. All of the guys in that hunting camp, I mean, if they'd hang their deer, of course, it was a lot colder up there, and then. One day, everybody would sit down and do it, and it was just kind of like a, you know, ladies making a quilt. You know, you sit around and BS and, and whatever, but it was all the camaraderie that you had, and I think that's what's important. I think that's kind of what's missing when guys get in their vehicle and they drive a 1,000 miles and shoot a deer and drive back home. Yeah, and, and honestly, I, I feel like that's um, somewhere along the way we, we've lost um, – what it means to be a sportsman and to, I mean, that's just part of it. Harvesting and, and your neighbors and helping out and this, the providing the meat and stuff like that. And, and, and then it turned into a competition to see who could kill the biggest deer. And, uh, one thing we do on final draw, now don't get me wrong. We travel the country and, and try to shoot some big deer, but oh, yeah. it, when I get to camp, I'm not looking, I'm not looking for the buck of a lifetime. I'm looking for the minimum. Something I'm not going to get in trouble for the, for shooting at the house. <laughs> um, they always yeah. joke because I'll be, you know, first, first day in camp, I'm trying to shoot a doe. You know, I'm trying to fill the freezer and, uh, and bring some meat back home. But I just, I love the camaraderie and, and, um, and doing it. And like I said, we've lost that somewhere along the way, I feel like. And that's what we try to portray on the show is just fun and, and the family atmosphere and, just enjoying what we do now you got I me mean, talk about loving archery you also run is it buttermilk creek pro shop there in north carolina you have a bow shop with an indoor range right yes sir yes sir we have uh indoor we have an outdoor range it goes out to uh 100 yards sometimes we'll string it out to Ooh. 165 when we're feeling froggy but um <laughs> yes yeah, so, you know archery has always been um in my blood and and that's it's, it's truly been my heartbeat now don't get me wrong i used to be a big time gun hunter back in the day um but now it's you know it's it's all archery so wow that is cool now you guys open five six days a week what is that uh five days a week tuesday through saturday Mm -hmm. and um and i have uh my my manager there nathan he's come on board he's been great for us and and he pretty much runs the show now because i'm i'm traveling here or there and uh he's been a he's been a saving grace for me and he does a really good job around the shop and you know, keeping the community happy as far as archery goes. Yeah. Now, your wife, Lindsay, was she always, because she's a part of the show again, a final draw. People have to check it out. All new time, new season, Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern time on Sportsman Channel. Has she always been a big hunter as well? No. So, funny story, and and I'm sure you talk to Lindsay, you'll, you'll hear a different side of it, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Or the truth. We don't know. Yeah, this is the truth. There you go. <laughs> we, were, we were neighbors. So Ooh. she lives, literally, if you pull out of my driveway and you cross the street, you're going to run into her yard. And we were out in the country, so, you know, um, there's not a ton of people around us. But we always kind of picked on each other and stuff when we were little. And I always tell her, you know, uh, around 08, 09, gas prices started going up, so she became more attractive. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I wow. Her, but hey, she, she gives me as hard a time as she can. But anyway, no, she's been great. And uh, when we started dating, she, she got into the hunting thing and uh, picked it up really well, man. I cannot say enough about her as far as her her skills and and you know i first got her first thing she shot was a uh deer with a rifle and the first time i ever let her shoot a rifle it's 100 yards we were just going to sight in and, and first shot was close the second two were touching at 100 yards i said man so I'm like, man, she might be a keeper you know um <laughs> so, so from then on just watching her progress and then she got into archery and and one thing amazing about Lindsay, and you don't hear this from a lot of girls but when she first started out, she couldn't draw 35 pounds. We would sit in the yard, and I would help her draw her bow, just strengthening that muscle. Because, you know, archery, if you're not shooting a bow constantly, it's a muscle you can't really work in the gym. Yeah. Um, but she she started off at 35 pounds, and now she shoots 64, 65 pounds as her hunting weight. Wow. Yes, and, and that's more than a lot of the guys that we see come in at the bow shop. But, you know, and her, her goal this year, she used to be up, up to around 70 pounds, 68, 69 pounds. And uh, then we had kids, and, and she didn't devote as much time, wasn't able to get out there and shoot as much. But anyway, she's trying to get back. That's her goal for this year is to get back around 70 pounds for her to shoot. But she is just an animal. Um, when, <laughs> <laughs> the guys, it's funny. When they spend time in camp with her, meet her the first time, get to hunt with her, they're like, man, she she talks about hunting stuff like deer movement and stuff that, that would go over most guys' heads. She's very in tune to what's going on. And um, she's not just out there saying, oh, this is, you know, let's shoot it for the camera. She legitimately loves it and, and she's a killer all right hey we've been talking with carson Curry, and of course he's the co-host of final draw on sportsman channel sundays at 10 o'clock eastern time and this has been presented by outdoor channel sportsman channel world fishing network and my outdoor tv uh carson before we get to a break man to learn more about you guys final draw your partners uh your your pro shop there man uh where can we find you online so the is our website you know, we're on YouTube, Instagram, obviously, all the all the social media platforms. Um, yeah. All right. There you go. All right. So part two with Carson Curry. Right after this. Don't go anywhere. Here's Mrs. Bunny with the Whitetail Comeback. The Whitetail Comeback. Today, there are more than 32 million whitetails across the country. However, not that long ago, this species faced a whole other reality. In 1900, America's favorite big game species had a population of less than 500,000 and was in trouble. However, habitat programs, research, science-based management, regulations, and enforcement, all led and funded by hunters, brought the whitetail back to extraordinary levels that we see today. We ain't pretty. We don't smell nice. We shot a whitetail once or twice. But if you don't care, then we don't care. So wave your flag and your guns up in the air. Let's go! Stick around. The revolution will return right after these messages. There's a lot of big bass in this lake. The Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit, presented by Fuel Me, is back in action. A full bass limit! They're here. I know they're here. we got to make this happen. The country's top bass fisheries. Gotcha. The world's best anglers. We're swinging for the fences for this one. The race for the title is on. Major League Fishing's Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit, Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. 
High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Off-season prep is on today's Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now let's get back to Carson Corey, co-host of Final Draw on Sportsman Channel, Sundays 10 p.m. Eastern, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. This is part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking off-season prep on this week's show. And, of course, before the break was Carson Coury. Now, I got to tell you, Carson, when I was hunting and, you know, when I first started hunting, you could go around that hunting camp. Remember I said that we all worked up our deer on one particular day like you guys do? Not 50 or 60 like Carson. No, no. no. It was like maybe one and a half because we ate the other half. Yeah. You know, but the fact of the matter is you could tell who watched TV by what they wore. I've shot more animals in jeans and a wool shirt than I have in camo. And I got to tell you, it's a showcase for guys who make camo. It really is. It's uh, it's become more of a um, status uh, symbol, a, a fashion deal. You got to look cool in camo. You're not cool <laughs> if you don't have camo. You know, when you're sitting in a blind and nothing can see you. Well, I, that's you, though. You know, going back to Buttermilk Creek Pro Shop, you know, the, the neat thing. And I think this is kind of like the insight, because when you have a television show or a radio show, if you're sponsored by someone, you know, you got to promote their products. But when you have a pro shop. You want to have the things that sell because, I mean, that's how you make money. Now, you got to tell us because I'm very interested in this because you guys have used them. The Zero A One Eye uh, Pro from Garmin. I mean, this is like a super high tech bow sight. Is it truly all that in a bag? It seems like all that in a bag of chips. Is it? So so I'm going to tell you this and, and just to give you a little a little background. OK, Um. You touched on it just a little bit, but a lot of people think just because we're on a TV show, we're going to shoot whoever sponsors us or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, I don't really have that luxury because I won't, we're going to make sure that it works because what's going to happen is if yeah. I sell it on TV and a guy walks in my store and says, man, you told me this thing was awesome and it's a piece of junk. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are going to see that guy. So <laughs> we like to try out everything. We're going to make sure that it works. We're going to have complete confidence in it. Before we ever put it up there and say, "Hey, you know, try this stuff," so I want I want to make sure that the guy walks in my shop can look me in the eye and say, "Man, this thing was awesome. Thank you for for letting me onto it." So, um, with that being said, Garmin, that whole thing came along. So when I first started seeing electronic sites come in the in the into the game, yeah, um, I was like, "Oh gosh, you know, one more thing to fail, one more thing to go wrong." Yeah, uh, there was another brand out there that kind of came along. Very unsuccessful with those. I didn't try them personally. Just guys were walking the shop, and be like, "Ah, you got this site," and I'm not going to name names, but I got the site that's electronic and blah blah blah. And you know, I, I'm ranging the target one time, and it's 36, and you you move it two inches, and it's 64. I'm, oh wow! I'm thinking, no way, I'm going in the woods with that. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we started looking at the garments, and um, I really got into the technology. So take it back several years ago, I used to shoot competition rifle mm. and um, learned about the MOA and, and different stuff like that. So when I started studying the Gorman, their sighting system, and one thing you'd really have to understand the way it works, is the ranging system is within a third, I want to say a third minute MOA. Oh, wow. How accurate it is. Yeah. And it gives you this, you've seen the retina lock technology mm. on the um, 
the other sites now where you have to get your get your thing lined up just right and it tells you if you're talking left or right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Garmin has that technology in their site to make sure that you're actually ranging the animal that you're or wherever you're ranging, you're not hitting a tree or you know something in the background. Which that gave me confidence. Um, and then just the name Garmin. I mean, they've been around forever. It's quality. You know, they're going to have their stuff put together. Gave me confidence. And um, so I want to field test it. And first deer, they sent me one. Um, first deer I shot was in Kansas. He comes in 16 yards, shoot him, you know, no big deal. Mm. So it didn't really click on me there. We left from there, went to Illinois. And where it made the, this is my aha moment, if you will, is I was sitting there, kind of got caught. We had a decoy out and uh, about sleeping in the stand. You know, it's just 930, 10 o'clock in the morning, not much going on. I look up. And there's a buck staring my decoy down. Well, mm-hmm. he starts trying to get downwind. So all, I mean, all I had time to do was get my hands on my bow and try to take a shot because he's walking constantly trying to get downwind. He was almost in our, uh, wind line. Well, being able to grab the bow and put the sight on the deer mm-hmm. and just sit there and hold it down. And as soon as I stopped him, you know, you're trying to stop him going down through the woods. I didn't, it took having to range the animal out of the equation because mm-hmm. as soon as you let off, it's already ranged and it drops the pin where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to, to help me make a better shot on the animal. So it's, it's more ethical. Um, just having to take the, the range work out of it. So it works good. That was my home moment. Just deer going down through the timber and all I had to do was just draw my bow back and stay on him. Had I've had to range him, put it back in my pocket, range him again after he kept moving, I don't even know if I'd have got a shot off. So Yeah, so um, it's it's a digital L C D display. It's a digital bow sight with built in laser range finder. And I like how it can be calibrated uh to the speed of your bow. But you like you're sitting there, you're range finding it, it has a trigger button that's actually mounted on the front of your riser, correct? That's exactly right. Yep. Yeah, I mean this thing is like so cool, so sophisticated. Um, and let's face it. I mean, you can, you, you put your range finder up and then that buck moves a couple feet. Well, now you're off again. And when this, I mean, you're going to be dead on every single time. You're going to be dead on. And something that it has that I really like about it is, um, you can change. So you can put several arrow modes in. And yeah. I'm sure you've practiced with your field points. And then you go to put your bald head lighted knocks in there and the air is shooting three inches low or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, so I can go in and it helps a lot when we're in camp because, and a lot of guys, it's going to help you promote practicing your bow more because I'll have it on practice mode. Mm-hmm. And that's just something I put in for that era. And I can go shoot my field points and um, regular knocks and it hits dead on. I click it over to whatever broadhead I'm using that I've tuned it in with. Mm-hmm. And it's dead on for that broadhead. So when oh. I'm out and, you know, a lot of times in camp, I wouldn't practice because I didn't want to unscrew my broadheads, take my lighted knocks off to go out there and shoot the target. Mm-hmm. This allows me to pick up my practice heads, click it over one click, boom, I'm on practice mode. All right, we're going hunting. Click it back over to broadhead mode. And it's dead on to the nth degree. I mean, it's just right there. Um, whether you're shooting field points or your broadhead, you just switch it over. Yeah, once again, hanging out with Carson Curry. He's the co-host, Final Draw, Sportsman Channel. All new times, all new season. Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Moving on real quick. Cruiser saddles. It's hunting saddles, and they have kits and everything like that. It's it's basically like a man diaper that suspends you up in the air, and you have a platform. You gotta. What do you think? I mean, it's like this whole new trend. Everybody has a damn, you know, uh, tree saddle, whatever you want to call it. Are you a big fan of them? All right. So, <laughs> rewind before the start of last year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thought they were the biggest, like. <laughs> fanboy thing let's jump on the let's jump on the bandwagon and try it out you know i want to be in a tree saddle 
But uh, I, I got to using it last year, and honestly, I harvested two bucks out of it, um, several does. It has its place. I I love, for, for my style of hunting, yeah. if I know I'm going into a place, I don't know what the trees are going to be like, I don't know what the terrain's like, I don't know how far I'm going, it's great. Because, you know, let's face it, climbing stands, they're wonderful because you can put them and move them a bunch. Oh, but yeah. at the same time, the perfect tree is always 10 yards away from where you need to be. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> especially down here in the south. You know, we got limbs, and it's just it's a nightmare. So this gives the ability to slip in somewhere, hang the set. If I don't do any good that day, I pull it down. I don't come back there again. If I do do good or if I feel like that's a good area, that's when I come in and I put my more permanent set up. So um, it definitely has its spot, and it can definitely be something you could add to your arsenal. Um, in the uh, in the hunting world. So when you climb up in the tree, okay, and, and the 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 saddle itself also acts as a harness, you know. Um, do you still have to use a ladder? Do you use the cable that comes with it? How do you climb up the tree? Me personally, I just use sticks. Um, oh, do you? And I don't. Do the, there's a there's a method called one the one stick where a guy will do a stick and then he climbs up and, and ties himself off and then reaches down, gets that stick, puts it up. So he uses one stick to gobble up the tree and all the way down. Me, I will tote the extra effort of carrying extra sticks in the woods <laughs> yeah. versus trying to do all that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I just take three or four sticks in the woods with me and and um, and you know hang those sticks, and you can do it pretty quick and quiet, and get up there and and you're hunting. Oh, you bet. Hey, we got to take another break, big guy. Can you stick around for a third part? Yes, sir. All right. Hey, we're talking with Carson Curry, and of course, he is the co-host of Final Draw on Sportsman Channel Sunday nights at ten o'clock Eastern Time. That's right, alongside his wife Lindsay. Uh, and this has been presented by My Ooh, Outdoor. He helped- Pull back. That's right. She's all about those gas prices. Uh, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Again, Mr. Carson, to learn more about you guys, Final Draw, where can we find you online? Uh, TheFinalDraw.com is our website, uh, YouTube, Instagram, social media outlets, just pretty much about everywhere. You bet. Hey, the final segment with Carson Goury is coming up next. Come listen to a story about some boys I know. They hunt and fish a lot and have a funny show. They love this great land, happy to be free. Give it up for Trav and Papa Jim B. Don't move. The revolution with Jim and Trav will return right after these important messages. The hunters are ready. The game is moving. Action is guaranteed. It's the next generation of European-style driven hunts. Pursue species like fallow deer and wild boar with world-class marksmen on some of Sweden and Germany's most sacred hunting grounds. That is action to the finest. What a drive. Driven Hunts 2, presented by Aimpoint, Saturdays at 5.30 p.m. on Outdoor Channel. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav and off-season prep. Where's this coming from, man? Once again, here's Carson Curry, co-host of Final Draw on Sportsman Channel, Sundays 10 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part three. Hey, we are talking off-season prep, and we've been talking a whole lot about that in the first two segments with Carson Curry, who's the co-host of Final Draw on Sportsman's Channel, Sunday nights at 10 o'clock Eastern Time. Yeah, you got to tell me, like, what favors did you do to have such good luck in Kansas? 
Is it three years in a row you've tagged out the first day here in Kansas? I believe it's, uh, I want to say five, four or five, yeah. Really? Um, And it has been just hats off to the outfitter. Um, He does a great job, and he knows exactly what he's doing. Now, I will say this, Kansas is the one place um, that we go to as an outfitter. I love moving stands. I love making my own moves on deer. Yeah. And 90% of the time, I'm given a piece of ground. Hey, man, here's these deer could be here. They could not be. But go in there and tell us what it's like. A lot of times, I'll end up getting newer ground to go in there and see what's what's working, what's not. Yeah. But Kansas is the one place that, that I pretty much sit down, shut up. Here's the deer that's coming in. <laughs> um, a true outfitter. I mean, those guys, um, they do their homework. So... Um, yeah, it's just been one of those things. I mean, my outfitter, Matt, uh, Matt Lehman, Matthew Lehman, has been the guy to, to do the homework and have the deer there. And he, he does his work. You know, they'll they'll kill one deer out of one stand and then move on so that they won't hunt that stand again for another year or two. Mm. So. Now, didn't you, <laughs> was it in Illinois, you you guys tracked a deer you took with a, a bloodhound? Okay, so Dio, most amazing dog I've ever seen in my life. Okay, yeah. Uh, he, was, he was actually, and I didn't know this, um, but he was actually on uh, Levi Morgan's show, Bow Life, a couple years ago, and he no tracked way. one for him. Yep. And I didn't know it until the guy got out of the truck. And a uh, little backstory on this dog is I had shot a deer, hit him. It actually shot looked really good, but they do a lot of oil pumping in there, so I don't know if a guy came in there and got him up because the guy on the pool would come by and check his oil pumps literally five minutes after we shot. Oh, wow. I don't know if he pushed him off in the other area. But yeah. anyway, um, this dog found this deer 36 hours a half inch of rain oh. and six people walking through the woods with another dog that we had before. And this, this dog goes in there and did it like it was his job. So, I mean, <laughs> really? It was, it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Um, the guys were telling us about, we, we got a second to talk about this dog real quick. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Cause my, the hair on the back of my neck stands up <laughs> when, 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 when I talk about this, but, um, shot the, shot the deer and we go and try to track him. We give him like six hours, but just because he, when he ran, he ran about 40 yards and just stood there. And I was like, yeah, that's never good. Yeah. You know, you never want, if he stands there and then he falls over, you know, that's good. But when he stands there and collects his thoughts and then walks off, it's like, oh boy. Yeah. So we give him six or eight hours to go in there and track him and, and run out of blood. And I was like, good. What happened? Yeah. And um, we come back, and I call a guy with a dog, and he said, oh, yeah, I got a, got a great dog, blah, blah, blah. I'm $200 when I get there. I was like, all right, cool. So we get there. He shows up. He lets his dog out. And he said, um, I said, he's like, take me to the last blood. I got to have last blood. I was like, all right. So I take him to last blood. And we start tracking. Well, he's going the other way. And and then he didn't doesn't care about the blood. I said, oh, gosh, what have I done now? I brought a dog in here that's not any good. This is going to blow up the whole hunt. Yeah. So the dog starts chasing a rat up and down the log. Forgets completely about <laughs> He's got his face in the blood and forgets about the blood. Chasing the rat. I said, this is not good. Well, then he's like, I'm just going to follow him. So he takes this dog on down through the woods. And, you know, it's, it's well past dark. It's probably 10 o'clock at night at this time. Well, he's he's taken down through the woods, does a complete circle of the whole area, does, you know, nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Pulls out of there, and he gets back to me. He's like, man, I don't know what to tell you. I said, let's just pull out. We'll come back tomorrow. I'll get, you know, some All right, well, I need him $200, so I gave him $200, which Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I got to walk his dog for $200. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, while he was tracking, I actually called Ron with, uh, with the dog Dio and I said, uh, I said, Hey, Ron, this is Carson Corey, blah, blah, blah. He said, Where'd you hit the deer? I said, Well, actually, I have a video of it. We have a show. And he said, Well, send me a clip of it if you can. 
So I sent him a clip. He said, deer's dead, you know, no problem. He said, I've got a lot of tracks to do. Sorry. He said, I've got a lot of tracks to do, but I will try to get out there tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, it's supposed to rain, you know. He said, I'll let you know. So the next morning, I call him. I'm like, Ron, you know, what can you do? He said, man, a guy got called into work. He said, I have to stay here at work till at least 2 o'clock. He said, let me give you some other guys' numbers. So I started calling other people, and they all said, every single one of them unanimously was like, I told him, I said, Ron told me to call you. He said he might not be able to get here. And they all said, if Ron brings Dio out of the truck, we'll leave our stuff in the box. They said, if you can get him. I was like, huh, there might be something to this. Anyway, finally, he's able to get off work, and he comes down there. Um, him and Gary, Gary's the handler, and they get there. And when he lets Dio out of the truck, um, it was cool. We're all five or six of us standing around there. The dog gets out and he walks up and he puts his nose up to my leg. He goes, the next guy puts his nose up to there. And I was like, what is that dog? And then it clicked. He was eliminating our scent from the track. Oh, really? Yes. Without, without saying anything, the, the handler never said anything to him. He goes over there and he, I guess he just, you know, he tracks 200 deer a year, and he would go up there and he would smell each one of us hmm. and uh, to eliminate us from the track. And then we went in there, and he hit that. We said a prayer um, before we got started. Um, Ron always does that before everything, which that means a lot to me. It's good people, good company. Yeah. Um, says a prayer. We got started, and he goes in there and just, I mean, slams him. He went a half mile, found the deer. No problem after all this rain and everything else. So it was it was awesome. He didn't find the rat though. <laughs> did not did not find the rat. And one of the guys that was with us said something that meant a lot to me. He said, uh, he said, you know what? Because we didn't have words for what we had just watched. It was unbelievable. He said, it's nice to have something that lives up to the hype these days. Oh, and yeah. that dog one hundred percent did it. Oh man, wow. that is a heck of a story, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Carson Coury, and of course, he's the co-host of Final Draw on Sportsman Channel, Sunday nights at 10 o'clock Eastern Time. That's right. All new season, all new time. Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And this is, again, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. One last time, Mr. Carson, all things Final Draw, upcoming episodes, your partners, you and your wife. Where can we find you online? TheFinalDraw.com uh, is uh, is our website. You can check out most of our stuff there and then all our social media platforms. Yeah, make sure you, if you're in the area, go to uh, Buttermilk Creek Pro Shop. Uh, that's what you got to do. Coming up next, we have Cat Daddy, the Kansas Cat Man. Uh, Mr. Carson, dude, you're awesome. God bless you, buddy. Thank you, man. Y'all have a good one. Here's Mrs. Bunny with a tip on coyotes. Alpha Yotes. Coyotes have established populations in virtually every state, some Canadian provinces, and they're also found south of the border roaming in Mexico and Central America. Although nearly half a million are culled from the American landscape each year, these feral puppy factories continue to thrive. They may just be the ultimate predator, outwitting us all. Get out and do a little predator control. This year's crop of fawns, ground nesting birds, and small game will thank you. Plane, train, space. Roger, go for stating. Wherever you are, listen to the revolution with Jim and Trav. Heard on hundreds of radio stations throughout the world and always a click away at JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The revolution will be right back. Experience the global hunt for adventure. All of a sudden, there's like 30 bull sharks around me. Those are aggressive sharks. With Donald Trump Jr. and the Field Ethos team. I'm going to Colorado to work at a bar and fly fish and hunt. I'm sure your dad loved it. Yeah, we went over a break. They're adventure seekers with hunting, fishing, travel, and conservation embedded in their DNA. Field Ethos, Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. And watch extended cuts exclusively on My Outdoor TV. 
Chardonnay finishing sauce is one of the many tasty treats that awaits you at High Mountain Seasonings. Order your jerky and sausage kits, snack and sticks, marinades, rubs and shakers, and more by going to HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back. Now here's our very own captain of the SS Tuna Tub, Cat Daddy. I'll never go fishing again. This is in my friend. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. We're talking off-season prep. There's never an off-season when you're catfishing, is there, Trev? No, there is not. Just now being joined by Cat Daddy. He was just in North Carolina catching those Carolina cats, I think they call it. Uh, Mr. Cat Daddy, how's it going, buddy? Hey, it's going good, guys. Going good. You know, all the high water brought in some really nice fish. Yeah. Well, it looks like we're in the dog days of summer right now. A little too hot out there, isn't it? Yeah, it's like the hotter than, well, uh, let me see, what did that old boy tell me? Hotter than the hubs of hell. That's right. <laughs> hey, before we go on with this, did you see that albino blue catfish that was caught, I think, in Tennessee by that teenager? Did you see that? No, I did not. Albino blue, huh? Albino blue, like, how did they know? Maybe the sun bleached it out? You know, it, <laughs> it, I don't know what it was. It was like a six to eight pounder. Uh, kind of neat though. I mean, very unique. Yeah. Oh, you- they're a pretty wild looking fish. I hear you can almost see right through them white fish. Yeah, really. It's kind of like you see like the piebald deer. You know, yeah, some, pe- yeah, yeah. some people are piebald. Yes, <laughs> you know, it's kind of weird. <laughs> I anyway, because I like pie. That's right. Now you just came off a fabulous three day trip. Waters were high. Catfish were big. Beer was drank. Tell us about this trip, buddy. Well, let me tell you guys, it, it, it was a trip, man, a fit for the gods. Ooh. Uh, we went out and set 24 nice big log lines and big bait, about eight, nine-inch carp. Ooh. And, man, I'm telling you, uh, the river was up and running and rising as we was out here for three days. And it was just an excellent trip, you know. We hung all them lines in different spots. And the clients I had with me, you know, I just let them go ahead and pick where they thought looked good. And if it didn't look good to me, I'd naturally tell them <laughs> I didn't have to too many times but yeah we, we hung them up out there we come back the next morning and man we had a just a slaughterhouse of big flatheads Ooh. all the way up to 65 pounds wow really blue cats the next day we checked them we had blue cats weighed almost 70 pounds dang <clears throat> I mean we had a score of nice nice flatheads you know good eaters anywhere from 10 to 20 pounds and then on up it, it was just we check one and the bait would be gone, which I'd rather see the bait gone than the bait on, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, at least you know you had something messing with it. Then we got down to the far end, we, and, and our last fish was a great, great big, huge spotted tail gar. Oh, really? really? Yep. Swallowed the, swallowed that big 14-knot circle Z hook. Uh-huh. Uh, it's the first time I've ever seen anything swallow a big hook like that. <laughs> Leave it to the gar. <laughs> yeah. Man, he was huge, too, boy. Got him in the boat, and he just tore stuff up. Yeah. I would imagine that uh, those big gar like that, you know, you get them in the boat, and they'll tail slap. <laughs> you silly now one of, one of the clients told me he says i'm taking him home i said what mm. he goes oh yeah we're taking him home make garballs <laughs> gar <balls, huh? laughs> yeah gar they, they take that meat and roll it up in the balls and, and deep fat fry it yeah well wow. you know the thing is there's there's a muscle right down the <laughs> side of it like where the where the uh bloodline would be on a uh. regular fish 
and you can actually ball that stuff out. And uh, and that's probably the only part that's really good to eat on a doggone gar. Well, you know, High Mountain Seasonings, they make a, a blackened seasoning. And down there in Louisiana, they make blackened gar balls. They, that- <laughs> oh, man. You know, I've heard a lot about High Mountain Seasonings. That's some good stuff right there. Yeah. Now, going back to this epic three-day trip that was fit for the gods. <laughs> Um, I really want to, what was, I mean, this is, you have to admit, Cat Daddy, that was the ultimate trip. That's what you want for every single time you go out. What was it? Was it the high water? Was it the temperature? Was it the bait you were using? Was it your cologne? Was it just a mixture of everything that came together for this ultimate trip? Well, let me tell you, man, I, I, when we got out there, the first thing we done was dip us. Dip a cup of that water and took a taste and spit it out and told him it's a good time to go. <laughs> but, you know, all, all bullside, boys, you know, the high water yeah. was the trick. Really? Well, yeah, when you get high water like that on a river that you've had low, I mean, dusty low mm-hmm. sandbars for, for the last month and a half, man, you get that high water hit there like that all of a sudden, it, it just makes them fish breathe right up out of them holes. And they move around and they're hungry as ever. Mm. Now, Cat Daddy, do you have anything available right now? People want to get out there and uh, they, uh, of course, they want to catch the massive cats. They want to catch the massive gar. Um, that's what they want. <laughs> Everybody wants gar balls this time of year. Yeah, they just after them gar balls. That's all. <laughs> they just want them gar balls, baby. Sweating your gar yeah, balls. I tell, off. You, I tell you guys, uh, I'm getting fairly booked up, but oh, I still yeah. have a few openings. A little bit later down the line, mm-hmm. if people's interested in going. Yeah. Now, can you going to have some more of these big? I mean, that's a big trip right there. By the end of it, you hate your clients. You just want them <laughs> to go. You know what I'm saying? Are you going to be booking some of those later as we get into fall? It starts cooling off a little bit. You know, maybe yeah, stuff when like it that. starts to cool off a little bit, I do believe we'll be booking for a few more of them overnighters like that. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you what. The, you got to be careful when you're out on the water and it is this hot. It is dangerous out there. Oh, man. Let me tell you, we had plenty of water. Yeah. I had them uh, uh, Sport Academy neck, neck coolers on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every once in a while, I take a ice cold water out there and just pour it over my top of my head, man. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. While we wait, we hydrate. That's right. You don't wear no skibbies under those overalls. Oh, there you, you go. You just <laughs> let it air out. And you let it troll. That's right. <laughs> now, this has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Hop online. They get great recipes for making your own homemade garballs. Uh, H-I-M-T. <laughs> Jerky.com. Mr. Cat Daddy, where can we find you online, buddy? www.catdaddyguyservices.com. Yeah, if you'd like to write old Cat Daddy and show him your latest and greatest catfish, show him your garballs. Or your, just show him your balls. <laughs> show him your balls. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> you can send him an email at catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. Yeah, coming up next, we have Steve Nessel. He's the marketing manager at Yamaha Motor Corporation. Mr. Cat Daddy, God bless it. We love you, buddy. Hey, you boy. Take care now. I can't wait to see you till next week. I'll never go fishing again. This is the end, my friend. The only one I caught was the doggone small. The bait at him up before I got him ashore. I'll never go fishing again. Let's get a little mud on the tires. Steve Nessel, Yamaha Motorsports Group Marketing Manager, will feed a little speed to our off-road rides when Jim and Trav return. Ooh, nice. But for show highlights, new hunting blogs, and wild game recipes, hit up JimandTrav.com. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. 
any adventure, any task, any time. There's a Yamaha Utility ATV for any ride and any rider. See the full lineup at YamahaMotorsports.com. Adventure seekers can start with the trail-tested capability and comfort of the Yamaha Grizzly lineup. For the ultimate in mid-size ATV performance, check out the Yamaha Kodiak 450. And for those who mix work and pleasure, the Yamaha Kodiak 700 line devours chores and leaves room for adventure. Find your utility ATV at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. ATVs are recommended for use only by riders age 16 years and older. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. For safety and training information, see your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is back. Don't forget, you can always drop us some feedback and help make the show better at JimandTrav.com. Talking off-season prep. Now, let's give it up for Mr. Steve Nessel, Marketing Manager at Yamaha Motor Corporation. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. We're talking off-season prep on this week's show, and the Yamaha Trail takes us to get this Georgia. It's Steve Nessel! It's Steve Nessel! Steve Nessel, he is the marketing manager at Yamaha Motor Corporation. We're actually starting up a band. Uh, We're going to do like the old 80s hair band, Steve and I. Steve's going to be lead guitar, lead vocals. I'm going to play the xylophone. (laughs) Um, Mr. Steve, how's it going, man? Uh, It's going well, thank you guys. For a minute, you were taking me back to my monster ballad uh, (laughs) CDs, but then you mentioned the xylophone, and and I lost it, so... uh... You're just mad that you never uh, crafted it your, your xylophone <laughs> skills. Uh, so, anyways, speaking of uh, honing your skills, Mr. Steve, you got a new bow, didn't you? Uh, I actually I did. I, I, I'm in the process of getting it dialed and shooting it as much as possible, but it's a little strange. I, I, I set aside my, uh, my old Hoyt and... Yeah, I'm, I don't say I'm moving on, but I'm trying something new and going into the fall with uh, a new uh, a new accessory, if you will. Now, what is this accessory brand name, if you don't mind saying? It's uh, it's a Cabela's bow, so it's a oh. black out there, NB32. Um, it's, you know, something I'm doing uh, kind of to be a, a little bit, let's just say sponsor-friendly, but I, I'm game. I've been... I've been open to it for quite a while. My my old bow, my old bow. I say it's old. Now it's uh, a bow. A bow is old after what a year and a half, two years nowadays. But yeah, um, yeah, I've been shooting mine for maybe six, seven years, and just love it to death. But that said, um, yeah, why not? Let's go see and let's try and and do what I can to get as proficient as possible with this uh, this new piece of equipment. I'm 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 excited and anxious at the same time, um, but. You know what it is? I also have the new Garmin sight on the front of this thing, so it's uh, it's kind of a whole new world, and uh, hopefully going to turn out to be a lot of fun for me. Yeah, now that is that the Zero A1i Pro? It is, yeah. Oh, God, Ooh. are you serious? That is so cool. Yeah, I, and, I, and I'm probably going to sound like a grade-A you-know-what because I don't <laughs> think they're that plentiful in market right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, supply chain issues uh, being what they are and people struggling to get their their latest and greatest out. But, yeah, I was able to get my hands on one, and it's just I, I used the, the original Zero and, and loved it. I actually got a really good deer in Kentucky last year with it. And yeah. 
so I mean it's it's they're so cool. They're, I mean I know there's a, there's a lot of debate on either side of of, of that particular accessory, but mm. um, in the interest of helping me do what I can to to do the best I can by the animal, I love it to death. And the new one is supposed to be super easy to set up and get oh, yeah. tuned to your bow. So I'm I'm excited about all of that. Well, I want to say we have shot Hoyt Matthews Bowtech. Right now, we are shooting Cabela's because that's what we have and that's what my kids have. And I love them, dude. They are excellent, excellent bows. You're going to love it. I, I've got, I've heard nothing but good feedback. I've hunted with people who are hunting with them and watching them shoot. They seem yeah. fast and quiet. So, you know, I've got no complaints. And, and it's really the problem with all of that is if I mess up, it's on me. Yeah. <laughs> so. And the, the cool part is Johnny Morris actually makes them in his basement. In his basement. That's what he does. That, that's, not, yeah. that's not true. Sells them on true. the back porch. When he's not swimming that's... in his aquariums, he's making bows for people. You are about <laughs> to undermine anything, anything else you say during the course of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys actually, I think uh, you and Scott, Scott Newby, you both drew for Kansas, correct? We did. We did both. We drew for Kansas, so we're looking at a, an October date um, to go out to, go out west for us anyway. Um, so we're headed to Kansas, I think it's third week of October. Hmm. Uh, for me, that probably means I won't get the opportunity to hunt opening weekend in Kentucky this time around. But you never know what, you know, I may just, I may not be able to resist. So I'm hoping to get out as much as I possibly can this fall, especially again with the, uh, with the new item I have at my hip or hopefully hanging in the tree next to me. So um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Now where in Kansas are you guys going? It's with an outfitter that's affiliated with the gentleman we hunt with in Kentucky. So there's you know, a little bit of a, a tight knit group as, as these things sometimes can be. I believe it's about an hour outside of KC. Oh yeah. So it's uh, it's not too far from uh, uh, from the airport flying in, but I actually may be driving in because I'll have a couple of events coming into that. But yeah, we'll be we'll be not too far from the major major metro area, but far enough away that hopefully the the deer will be uh, uh, they'll play nice and do yeah, okay by me. That uh, that whole eastern corridor of Kansas, massive man, that's bucks, like big bucks there. Yeah, you can't go wrong uh, anywhere. You got, you got your hybrid. You guys just engineered and, and developed a hybrid version of something, yes. All right. Once again, we're hanging out with Mr. Steve Nessel. He is the marketing manager uh, for Yamaha Motor Corporation. He doesn't endorse anything we say. Uh, Mr. Steve, though, to learn more about you guys, everything we talked about here, your upcoming adventure is going to be hanging out with Mr. Wade Middleton, I think it is. Uh, where can we find you online, buddy? Yeah, you find everything online from Yamaha, yamahamotorsports.com. You bet. Hey, more Jim and Trav right after this. Don't go anywhere. JimandTrav.com. Everything outdoors is right there. Stay tuned. The revolution will return right after this. Reimagine every adventure, every terrain, every incredible memory. The Yamaha Wolverine family of side-by-side vehicles help you reimagine off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Available right now at your local Yamaha dealer. With the Wolverine R-Max 21000 and R-Max 41000, recreation meets sport and maximum power meets maximum comfort and versatility. 
And with the Wolverine X2 and X4850, extreme terrain meets its match. Find your Yamaha Wolverine at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specification subject to change. I'm Al Simon, 91 years young. I created Balance 7 20 years ago. At 67, I went to see the doctor for the first time in my life and found that I had medical problems. He told me that was normal for my age. I don't believe God intended us to be sick and old. I decided to find something to bring my health back. For 10 years, I studied pH and how important it is to the human system. Balance 7 gave me back what I lost by getting older. I no longer get out of bed with a joint discomfort. Balance 7 can do for you what it has done for me and many others. In three days' time, you'll feel more energy, less joint discomfort, and clarity of thinking. No doctor or hospital can do what Balance 7 can do for you. Balance 7 is the key to unlocking the healthy immune system. Bring your body back to balance. Order now. Receive free shipping with the code word AL. Go to balance7.com. That's balance7.com. Order now and get your free shipping and a free gift with your order. Go to balance7.com. Use the code word L. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. You know, as we talked off-season prep, you know, we couldn't have done any better than uh, Carson Curry. Yeah, also Cat Daddy, Steve Nessel. This was a fabulous show. Jimbo, last word? Yeah, you know, we talked earlier in the show about uh, taking care of your pets. But remember, if you're going to walk your dog... That pavement's hot. Also, keeping them hydrated is not letting them drink out of the toilet. That is disgusting. Like, what is wrong with people? Uh, anyways. They lick their own butts. What are you talking about? That is different. Okay, we're not going to get to the morals of licking your butt or drinking out of the toilet. And by the way, it's a dog. It, nevertheless, give them fresh, clean water, okay? That's what you have to do. Fabulous conversation. Make sure you hammer home firearm safety. Get outdoors this weekend. Stay in the shade. Don't get overheated. That is serious, boys and girls. Uh, any, go bow fishing. You're in the water. Use sunscreen, though. Sunscreen and an umbrella. Anyways, we love you, boys and girls. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Visit JimandTrap.com. We'll be back next week. God bless the USA. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. It's staff and management.